All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform, 1010XL.com, on Facebook, Facebook Live, hello Facebook, and of course on the relevant app, the group messaging chat app with live interactive podcasts, and check us out on the Apple Store or on Google Play, a great way to reach your audience. We'll take a look around the NFL We'll get into the Jags. Jags are getting ready to take on the 49ers. 49ers just kicked the crap out of the uh, L.A. Rams on Monday Night Football. they got to travel the country. they got to get in a little early. And they uh, it's a 1 o'clock kickoff, so the NFL did no favors to the West Coast team as they will have to feel like they're playing at 10 o'clock uh, in the morning. Uh, but nonetheless, it is what it is. And uh, we'll get into that game as we move along. New England last night crushes the Atlanta Falcons 25 to nothing. Three picks from three different quarterbacks. A crazy game. But credit New England. Their their defense is phenomenal. Their offensive line is extremely good. They've got a good running attack. And uh, the offensive coordinator doesn't put it all on his young QB. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Look around the NFL. Indy at Buffalo, keeping it in the division. That should be a very good game. Must win for both teams. Houston at Tennessee. I would expect Tennessee to kick the crap out of Houston. Tennessee, one of the top teams in the National Football League, with or without um, Henry, uh, because obviously he's a beast. But at the end of the day, they have shown they get it done by winning up front, offensive line, defensive line, a lot of toughness, et cetera. Dallas travels to KC. That should be a really good one. Dallas just crushed Atlanta, and KC looks like they're on their way back after my fantasy quarterback threw, what, five touchdowns in the game last time or four, something like that? Yeah, that helped. Uh, No doubt about it. Pitt at the Chargers. That should be good. See if Pittsburgh, uh, where they're sitting at, and Arizona at Seattle. I think Pitt takes the Chargers. I think KC takes Dallas, and I think Arizona will, will beat up the Seahawks pretty good. We'll, uh, of course, take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, both teams, two and three in their last five. How about this stat? The Jags haven't beaten an NFC team in 13 tries. The last 13 uh, have been losses to the NFC. That's in three seasons. Their last win against an NFC opponent is 2000. And 18. So what do we know about the 49ers? Well, if you watched last Monday night and if you heard about them the week before, they are a very physical team. That's what they want to do. They want to come in here and pound the rock on offense. Uh, They've got a decent quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, They've got a very good running back in Elijah Mitchell. Uh, They've got a very solid offensive line. Got one of the top tight ends in the game in George Kittle. They got one of the top wide receivers slash offensive weapon in Debo Samuel. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is another guy you got to watch out for. He's got a couple touchdowns as well. Trey Sermon comes off the bench uh, to uh, to run the rock as well. So, and then you got the fullback who they call Juice Kyle, whatever his name is. It starts with a J. Jeskowitz, something like that. They call him Juice. Uh, he's just a good overall player. So they've got a lot of talent. On the offensive side, uh, Trent Williams, one of the best left tackles in the game. I, w- I would have loved to have him here, but we're okay with uh, with Cam, who came back last week. Alex Mack, a very good center. Used to be with the Falcons, but he's a very, very good center. So, look, 
Their offensive line gives up 17 sacks on the year. Uh, that's less than two a game. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Garoppolo is uh, he's two to one in the uh, TD to interception ratio, ten to five. Uh, he's solid, you know, solid QB. Uh, when given time, uh, he can make it happen. When he throws a pick, they normally don't win. Uh, my good friend Fat Tony, who's not fat on Jaguars today, threw that stat out there earlier. Um, so you know, overall, look, they uh, as a team, they average twenty four points a game. Uh, they run the ball very well at 4.3 yards a carry. Um, they throw the ball down the field. Debo Samuel, by the way, he's got he's having a monster. He almost has a thousand yards receiving already in nine games. That's pretty impressive. That's over a hundred a game just in the air. He's at like nine hundred and nine seventy nine. Fifty four for nine seventy nine. That's that's he's almost at twenty yards a, a, a clip. So they throw the ball down the field. They're not very good on third down. They're at 36.5%. That's just okay, one out of three. Uh, and they've given up 17 sacks, so, you know, pretty solid offense. They're negative seven in the turnover ratio, pretty close to our Jags at minus 10. So where do we see the fit here? Well, against their offense, you gotta, you got to meet the physicality. you gotta, you got to shut that down. Uh, please don't leave George Kittle wide open. He'll kill you. George Kittle, one of the top tight ends in the game. He's back. He was hurt a lot this year. He's back full speed. He can block, too. Just go uh, Google the block on Von Miller from Monday night. He gets after it. I'd love to have him on my team. Uh, but if you meet the physicality, if you uh, control the running game, look, we're, we're fifth in the league at stopping the run per carry. 3.9 yards a carry. And by the way, that's the only stat that matters. Because if somebody runs, let's say a say a back runs for 120 yards on you, but he has 40 carries, it's three yards a carry. That's a win. I don't care that I gave up 120 yards. They kept giving him the rock. We kept shutting him down. You know, so I uh, I always go by yards per attempt, and we got it. We got a good one there. Our defensive line, our front sevens, we've we've played very well. Our defense has played very well. Uh, as of late, so that's how you're going to stop their offense. You got to meet. You got to meet. They're they're going to try. If you watch them against Monday, what did they do to the Rams? They went right after them, right after them. Donald Ramsey, Von Miller. Uh, there was no stopping them, and they ran right through them. They they sure did on offense. So I feel pretty good about our defense. So matching that, I do because we stopped the run. We have now. Look, Jonathan Taylor last week and the first quarter. Ripped off, what, 10 carries for 93 yards, something like that? Uh, but after that, we shut him down. It was like 12 carries for 20 yards or something. I mean, we literally shut him down uh, after those first 10 carries. Hey, they still count. You know, you got to stop the run. You got to stop it from the beginning. But I think our uh, our defense is going to be okay. Um, Josh Allen continues to do well. Want to see him continue to go, but... I think overall this defense is coming to play. I think the, I think the coordinator Joe Cullen finally trusts his defense, and I'll tell you why. Because he was asked a question yesterday. The coordinators come out and talk, and he was talking about his defense, why they're playing well, and he's just like, "Look, you know, guys are winning their matchups. Uh, guys are doing the right things. 
They're getting enough. The underneath guys are getting enough enough depth in their drops that makes the quarterback hold the ball for a split second. That, to me, says he trusts them. That's the trust. Because think about it. If they don't get enough depth and you bring five or six and you don't get there because the quarterback can get the ball out, he doesn't have to hesitate. He doesn't have to second guess. He doesn't have to go to number two. It's all for naught. Well, why'd you blitz? It's a wasted blitz, right? But if I know my guys are in coverage, they know what they're doing, they're at their proper depth, and it makes that quarterback hold the ball just for a hair, that's a win. So to me, they're beginning to develop that trust. And I tell you, that's a great thing because as we flip the switch to the Jags offense, I think our quarterback has lost some trust in his receivers. And that's got to change. And the way they change it is by catching the football. But he also has to take more chances. We'll get we'll get into that. Before I do, let's say hello to Graham Marsh, my esteemed producer. Uh, he's probably part hungover and probably part hungry at the same time. What's up, Graham? De- How are you? De- definitely hungry, but yeah. not hungover this week because with this bum ankle, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm you not rolled really the, the ankle playing much. hoop, huh? I did. I was I was just playing a little hoop. Uh, I just scored, playing a little hoop. Doing and a 360 I, dunk, came down on it wrong? Of course, 360 through yep. the legs, windmill, off the backboard. There you go, perfect. Yeah, all, yeah. all at once. Why wouldn't you? Exactly, exactly. Um, I was going to ask you really quick, based on what you were just talking about with, with Joe Cullen, in your opinion, is the pass rush seemingly coming alive the last couple of weeks a bigger result of Josh Allen, Dewan Smoot, Taven Bryant, those guys just playing better football? Or is it the guys in the back end are buying them another split second like you were just talking? Which it's a one combination. Is it I mean, it is. I mean, it, it, it is because, yes, they're playing well because they have a chance to actually get to the QB again. If I'm rushing the passer and I'm giving him my all, but he's getting the ball out because my, the guys are open and he's got someone to go with the ball, well, that's a really frustrating thing, right, to finish. So when I know that, you know what, they they got my back, no pun intended, I can go all out every single play because I'm going to have a chance now because he's not just going to get the ball out at first, you know. I mean, it's hard to get to a quarterback. If you're not there, you can't get there under two seconds. You, you can't. You can get there under three maybe or three, you know what I mean? But under two, no, the ball's, if the ball's out under two, you're not touching the quarterback. I mean, period. literally, even without a blocker, like literally just the distance from you to the yeah, quarterback no, it takes right. at least one second. Right, so if the so, coverage right. isn't there, that's why I always say coverage and pressure go together, and they help each other. The pressure helps them cover better. The coverage helps the rush better. It's just it's intertwined, but I liked what he said because now he's believing in his defense that they're going to do the right things when he calls it. So that's a good thing. And if you look, if you're gonna now we're gonna flip it to the offense because Bevel's pissing me off. Um, and someone called in on the show earlier and talked about all these stats. I'm like, listen, he's known for being okay. The problem is he goes rogue at critical moments, and they, it's got to stop. I mean, you could probably. I don't know. You could probably say he's cost his team, I don't know, few touchdown drives, getting the ball by the goal line. That's Those should be scores, not field goals, you know. So I'm not a big fan. I mean, look, I think he calls a decent game from time to time, but the critical moments are not good. Let me just, before I get into the offense real quick, 
because everyone's going through this thing. We talked about ad nauseum on Tuesday. I'm not going to do that again. But if you watch New England last night, um, they don't put it all on the QB. They don't. Now, here's, it's, here's a funny stat. The Patriots lead the league or in the top three of throws of 20 more yards down the field or more, like with 45, 50 of them. But when you don't have to rely on those throws to make your offense work, those throws become easier to make. Does that make sense? Because Bevel's the exact opposite. He needs Trevor and the receivers to make those throws to make his offense work. But in reality, he needs his running game to take the pressure off the QB so he doesn't have to feel like he has got to win the game. Because you have, you put it all on your young QB, and it's got to stop. Why is Josh McDaniels and Mac Jones having a great year? I'll tell you why. Great offensive line, no question. Very good running attack, no question. Quarterback doesn't have to carry the offense, no question. It's a combination. You look here in, in Jacksonville, it's different. It shouldn't be. Check these stats. Let me just throw this at you for James Robinson. You want to hear this? 100 carries, 539 yards, six touchdowns. Do you feel like he's gotten that many carries? You know what I mean? Like, just look at those stats. That's five point, almost 5.4 yards a carry. And you're not feeding this guy 20 yards, I mean, 20 times a game minimum? What's wrong with you? He's the guy. You don't, look, I hope this isn't the case where, hey, he's the number one pick. We got to prove it every week because you don't. It doesn't matter anymore when he was taken. I don't think. Who cares? It matters if you're winning. It matters if he's helping you win. It matters if you're putting him in position to win. So who cares? I hope you're not trying to, like, I got to validate. You thought after week one that's what you were doing because why? You made him throw 51 freaking times. Rookie. First start. Really? Come on. You know that's not the way to do it. So we got to flip the script on how this offense is going. Now, that doesn't mean three yards in a cloud of dust. That doesn't mean, you know, the handoff up the center's ass time after time after time. No, that means mixing and matching it up. That means getting your offense, especially your quarterback, into a rhythm. A rhythm where you're not sitting there, oh, it's third and 11 again. I got to make this throw. You know, I, I the guy's not even going to catch it. And, man, he's not even open. You know, instead of, wow, it's third and four. A little bit easier. Maybe I could roll out. Maybe we got some crossing patterns. Maybe I could take off and run. Maybe I could throw. I don't have to be like this burden of, oh my gosh, it's third and long again. So that's gotta be a that's gotta be different. You gotta get this team off balance. How do you do it? You do it with a good, nice mix of pass and run. You rely on your your running game a ton. You feed, feed, feed J-Rob. Hopefully he's playing. He's questionable again. But look, he's still last week even questionable. 4.8 yards to carry. You know how many carries he got? 14. How about eight more of those? You know what I mean? You just And then a little bit in the passing game. He's great out of the backfield. 
as a last ditch or a swing pass or even put him on the slot. So use him a ton. And then use uh, uh, Arnold, the, the tight end. He's he's a nice weapon. And then you're going to mix in the other guys. I want to see some speed outside, get Agnew involved, maybe even at the running back attack. Look, if J-Rob can't go, you got Hyde, you got Agnew, and you got Chenault. Those three guys can handle the load from the tailback position. So that how are we going to beat them on? Look, I'll tell you this much. The 49ers defense, 55 tackles for loss out of nine games. That's six a game. That's a lot. We're at, tw- we're at 36. It's four a game, which is nice. But six means you're, be- I mean, you're just being disruptive. Boza alone has 13 tackles for loss with eight sacks. That means he penetrates. So we got to take care of of Nick Boza and company. Eric Armstead, he's been hurt on and off. He's a beast when healthy. Fred Warner, a very good running back. Jimmy Ward, a good free safety. But overall, you can beat this defense. But you got to control Boza. He's the key. If he gets going, you're going to be in trouble. So Cam Robinson, you want to be considered a top left tackle? You control Nick Boza this Sunday. That's a test to you, one-on-one, mano-a-mano. He's going to line up on that end the majority of the game. He'll throw it over to Juwan Taylor, too, to test him and see if he's got any weaknesses he can work on. But you got to control number 97 of the San Francisco 49ers. What? So what a, couple, a couple of quick quick points I wanted to, to get your, your thoughts on. Sure. The last two teams... The, the the two teams we've saw, we've seen win primetime games the 49ers and the Patriots yeah. Thursday and Monday something in common with both of them and particularly I want to focus on the Patriots because they have a rookie quarterback yep the Patriots first of all don't have any kind of special weapons right that's a big thing who's the number one wide receiver exactly it's Jacoby Myers probably right, right. like you, you're working with Jacoby Myers Nelson Angelor and and Keel Harry yeah. like that's nothing special no. right no that's probably better than what we have here but not by a lot not by a lot. One huge thing I noticed, and I want to get your take on this. The Patriots ran it right down their throats last night, yeah. right? A big reason for that, something that I noticed that I feel like they didn't mention a lot on the broadcast. The Patriots use a fullback. Yep. Is is that a coincidence? Well, they not only use a fullback, they bring in an extra tackle to play tight end. Right. So that's they're beefing it up. So they call that a heavy. Heavy offense, heavy, you know, that's your heavy personnel. Would you like to I, see I don't some of see that? that? Yeah, I would love to see more of that. Absolutely. Just no no disguise, no, no nothing. Here Just we go. We're right. coming down your throat. Stop us. You I gotta have you. the beef to do it though. And they that's do. That's true. They do. I don't know if we do, but they do. And yes, I'd like to see some of that. That's a heavy run. That's basically saying, you wanna go? Let's meet in the middle of the ring and duke it out. We're gonna go. And that so plays, that's, that's a great point. That plays a little bit on your what you were talking about, about how when you're not relying on the 20-plus yard throws, yep. well, your 20-plus yard throws are probably going to be more effective because the defense isn't just preparing for it every single time. You can't just sit back and play soft defense the entire game. Play action is where you win in the National Football League because you get guys biting on the play action, and then it's easier to complete those throws. Look, it's hard to complete throws in the NFL because guys know how to cover. But if you get him to bite a little bit and step up a little bit, then you get him behind him, and then boom, 
you got it. It's it makes your life a lot easier as a quarterback. So look, I think they're going to win. I think it's, I call ten six Jags. I think it's going to be one of those Buffalo Bills style games. I think our defense has to play that way. Um, look, our offense hasn't been good. We, uh, that's again, I'm not going to go into it. It's a mixture. I know everybody's focused on the drops. The drops are legit. They got to be better. You know, it's interesting here in Bevel on the. Sometimes I wish coordinators wouldn't speak. It's not his fault, but he's like, yeah, we we like draw numbers on the balls and we paint them, and they got to tell me what or got to say what's on the ball. I'm like, just focus on the point. There's a spin. It's supposed to spiral. Sometimes it's a little wobbly, but there's a middle point in the point. I didn't even play wide receiver, and I know this because I've talked to plenty of them, and they would tell me, what do you focus on? I focus on the point. The point of the ball. And if it's spinning really hard, there's a center point in the point of the ball. Focus on it. Coming in to your hands. Whether it's down low, on the side, up high, over here, over your mama, I don't really care. Focus on the point of the football. That's what it truly takes. Got to focus on it. And look, Stand close to a jug machine because if Trevor throws it too hard for you, well, then soften up your hands. Smack him against a cement wall or stand 10 feet from a jug machine and try to catch a rock when it comes at you full speed. That'll help. Focus, yes. Soft hands, yes. Together, mwah. Jeez, it's like mixing up a bowl of... Man, there's going to be some good food coming. I can't wait. Thanksgiving on the way. Oh, I just, all of a sudden, I'm like, food, food, food. I'm going to go eat some food. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Um, My my wife, I love the turkey, obviously, but my wife makes an incredible sweet potato souffle. Shoo. It's it's like dessert. I oh, mean, that sounds absolutely amazing. incredible. But uh, mashed potatoes with gravy all Dude. day long. Throw some peas on top. Give me the turkey. Shoo. Love turkey. That's, I'm, I'm a simple man. I don't need much. I don't I've like been, cranberry stuff. I don't like that stuff. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. Get that out of my way. I've been trying to eat better, so I've, yeah. been, I've been on a diet last couple of weeks, so I'm yeah. ready to just absolutely get after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to be good until that, until then. Yeah. And then Thanksgiving, it's it's game over. You dude. know, I get in the, I'm almost on the, you know, it's the holidays, like, let it go a little bit, so I'll still lift and stuff, but I won't do as much cardio. So, I'll, over time, you're going to see a couple pounds being added, you know, until you the new year. You're going to wear some winter clothes, dude. And then you're after good. the new year, we're like, all right, back. Back in action. We'll get. We'll cut it down. But that'll do it for us this time. And hey, go go Jags, baby! I look. I don't know. Find a way to win. Find a way to you know get it done. It's going to be a tall tall order. But you know what? You've played pretty decent past couple weeks. You could have won that game last week. You, you had a chance to. Uh, in not and not just at the end of the game. Uh, you had a chance throughout the game. So put it all together, get this offense in a good rhythm, and that defense come to play. Offense and defensive lines, you got to be more physical than them if you're going to win this Sunday. All right, that'll do it for me right here. I'm catching up with Tommy Mack on 1010XL's podcast platform, 1010XL.com, of course, and on Facebook Live and on the relevant app, group messaging with live interactive podcasts and YouTube. Uh, can be a podcaster as well on our platform. And check this out. Go to Jaguar Fanatics Vibe. Go to the NFL Fanatics Vibe and see some really good interactive chat and interviews and other things, pictures, videos, you name it, right there on those channels, all on the relevant app. R-E-L-E-V-N-T 
right there on the Apple Store or Google Play. Have a great weekend. Go Jags. We'll see you next time right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big-ass D.